You're listening to Community Radio for the Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. Stacey Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, October 21st. Take a deeper dive at lakeexpo.com. A proposal to build a new hiking and biking trail is picking up steam in the lake area. The Community Foundation of the Lake says the Magic Dragon Trails project is gaining supporters and they'll be hiring a professional trail building company in the coming weeks. CFL's plan would bring a world-class trail system to the lake area for hiking and biking. The CFL is set to begin the development process for the project as well as announcing a partnership with Tri-County YMCA to build a bike skills park on the property. For more information, go to the CFL's website or the Magic Dragon Trail's Facebook page. Are you constantly asking your kids, did you shut the lights off? It's Energy Awareness Month, and Amherst, Missouri wants families to make energy conservation a routine this October. Amron offers five tips to help make energy awareness fun, like making a game out of shutting off lights and shutting off unnecessary electronics. Amron has also created an interactive Halloween scavenger hunt to celebrate the season and help teach kids and adults about energy efficiency. Check it out at Amron.com. It's a great weekend for fun fall events here at the lake. Mecca Farms is back and better than ever. This lake area pumpkin patch boasts a 150-foot slide, corn crib, obstacle course, and more pumpkins than you can shake a stick at. Come out Saturday and Sunday for all of October and enjoy the fall fun. Lake Breeze Terrace is hosting a ghouls gathering for kids and adults alike with an area for kids with games and fun and a haunted maze for those 14 and up brave enough to try try it. And if you're looking for some non-spooky fun all day today, you can check out Lake Medical Spa's Fall Fiesta. They're having giveaways, food trucks, and live demonstrations from 10 to 6 at their location in Osage Beach. Get more Lake of the Ozarks news at lakeexpo.com. Download our free app from the App Store and Google Play. Lakeexpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Join We the People of Camden County on Thursday, October 21st at the Elks Hall in Osage Beach. Their guest speaker will be St. Louis Attorney Mark McCloskey, who is running for the United States Senate. We the People of Camden County will again ask the candidate to answer their six specific questions, as well as taking questions from those in attendance. Doors open at 5 and the event begins at 6.30. Attorney Mark McCloskey, Thursday, October 21st at the Elks Hall in Osage Beach. Presented by We the People of Camden County. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part through a generous donation from Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about Victoria Station. We carry nautical, contemporary, and traditional type themes in our store in general, but we go into lots of different categories. When you come to Victoria Station, we want you to feel like you've escaped from the world. We want you to come and enjoy the sights, the sounds, the smells, and find that something special to introduce that into your own home. We are located just off the Case Road exit in Osage. Sage Beach, and we're open seven days a week, 9.30 to 5.30. Join 89.3 The Key for the True History Professor program featuring Professor Jim Paisley. The national media now is kind of taking advantage of people. They hit you with a, you know, a big headline, and then they don't give you any information behind it. There's no context to it. Problem. And so what I'm going to try and do, uh, you know, on a weekly basis with the show is to try and share with you what 
What were the events? What are the things behind the scenes here? What, what led to this? Professor Paisley takes a look back at history and how it relates to present-day events. But we take it on face value without having any knowledge of why. It, well, it's because the news told us. Join Professor Jim Paisley Thursdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m., 2 p.m., and 10 p.m. for the True History Professor Program on 89.3 The Key. History, religion, entertainment, and much more on 89.3 The Key. All right, here we go. Welcome into The Daily Show on a beautiful, beautiful Thursday morning. It is the uh, 21st day of October 2021, and we are at 47 degrees with a mostly clear sky. 47 wonderful, outstanding, incredible degrees. And a high expected today, Bill Munhausen, to you, be around you, 60. Yeah, you sound like a football guy. What, what do you mean? <laughs> it's football weather, right? This is, well, it's great football weather. Yeah. You, you know, this is perfect football weather. And, man, I tell you, it would be great to have the opportunity to uh, go to a Chiefs game and tailgate. I, 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 I will say this. I'm a, I'm a Chiefs fan, but I've been to one Chiefs game in my life. And... Uh, it was a lot of fun. We, it was a preseason game, actually. A mm-hmm. uh, friend of mine that lives here at the lake, Bill McKay, Billy Mack, he, uh, he traded me uh, a couple of tickets for, uh, I think I got him a 12-pack of beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when I was in New York, I was a Yankees fan, and Were I you? only went to one baseball game in my entire life either. Yeah. And Mickey didn't play. Mickey didn't play. Mickey didn't play. No. Well, you know, what's cool about it, is that uh, living in St. Louis, I used to go to the old Bush Stadium uh, quite a bit. You know, we'd go and we'd sit in the cheap seats, me and all my buddies. And uh, so they built this brand new ballpark, right? Beautiful place. Mm-hmm, yeah. Beautiful. Never been there. Never saw the Rams play uh-huh. uh, in, in the, uh, I don't even know what that, what was that place called at one point? Uh, Enterprise Center or whatever it is now. I don't, I never saw the Rams. I did see the Blues in their new home. But I miss the days of the old arena and uh-huh. the checker dome, and then they called it the arena. That was a true hockey. That was a true hockey building. Just the way it was built, 
you know, everything about it. It was only, and, and they played basketball in there and they had concerts in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, the way it was built, it was a true, true, true hockey building, you know, just the way it, uh, just the look and everything about it. So, but we've got, uh, we've got a good show for you today. We might be talking with Mindy Sales this hour. Uh, Mindy, of course, with uh, uh, her thought, we'll call it Thoughtful Thursday for now. For now, yes. It's subject to change. Exactly. But it's got to be a T word. Something with the Thursday in it. But um, she'll be in today, hopefully in the 8 o'clock hour. She uh, was going to be here in the 8 o'clock hour, and uh, she is uh, involved in uh, a conversation with someone that she has to talk to right now. So. We will hopefully see her sometime during the 8 o'clock hour. I'm really interested to do a follow-up with her because of uh, what she was working on last week. Yeah, and, and, and who see she how the about search turned out and yeah. where, what's going on with that. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. John Beckett from the Republican Central Committee is going to be in in the 9 o'clock hour. And I understand last night was quite the barn burner. Were you in attendance at that event last night? I was not at last night's. I was at Tuesday night. Okay. On Tuesday t- night was the Republican Club. Mike Kehoe came and spoke. Right. And, and so last night, the Republican Central Committee, I guess, uh, uh, they uh, had a lot of questions for folks. Yeah. And so we'll uh, we'll kind of review what uh, went down with uh, John Beckett. He'll join us in the 9 o'clock hour and give us the skinny on that. As far as the weather picture for uh, the rest of the uh, week, as I said, we'll get up to a high today of around uh, 60 and a low tonight of around 41. Great great deal of sunshine today, a few clouds maybe tonight, and then uh, sunny and 68 tomorrow. Looks like we'll uh, see some rain possibly on Saturday, 66 the expected high for Saturday, a low of 59. Showers, uh, some scattered thunder showers possible on Sunday. Uh, most of that rain again is uh, going to be early in the day, so it shouldn't dampen the spirits of all the folks that are headed out to the Hillbilly Fairgrounds for the big food truck festival. We'll hit a high of 75 on Sunday. 62 the high on Monday with a partly cloudy sky, partly cloudy, and 67 on Tuesday. Uh, we're going to go see James Hodgson. Do you know who James is, James Hodgson? No. Um, James, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the guy that walks um, around the lake area with the cross. Oh, yeah, okay. That, I, know, James, I know him. James Hodgson, yeah. is a, he's an incredible guy. I, I, he's been struggling with cancer, I believe. Yes, yes, yeah. sir. And uh, he, uh, we're going to feature him on What's Burning. Uh, over on uh, Lake TV, um, and uh, we're going to catch up with him in Eldon on Tuesday and do an interview out there with him, kind of walk along with him while he mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he does uh, does what he does. And he really inspires a lot of people. A lot of people uh, see him, and as you mentioned, Bill, I think a lot of people know what he's been going through with cancer. I think he went through treatment successfully so far. Yes, and, and you know, he's, he's still got a lot that uh, he has to deal with. But he's so inspired by God, and he inspires other people by just, he, he's out there walking all the time in all kinds of weather, carrying his cross. And he, I, I think he told me he's kind of got a fold-up cross now. <laughs> o- over the years of doing uh-huh. it, you know. Yeah, he's getting a little on in age, right, a little bit. Well, and, and <laughs> not so much that. I, I would just say the fact that, you know, y- you probably learn a few things, you know, you, because I know when he first started doing it, I think he had a... A big Pre- one, a yeah. pretty good sized right. uh, cross, and then he probably realized, you know, I can still do the same thing, but lighten my load a little bit, and maybe end up walking a little farther each day. Right, and also being able to get in out of the rain when the occasion happens. Probably be a lot easier to have something you can fold up mm-hmm. and then uh, put it in the vehicle with you, and then 
wait out the storm or move on to your next location, whatever you want to do. So uh, that's uh, the weather forecast for Tuesday. Again, 67, low of 55 with a partly cloudy sky. Scattered showers and thunderstorms on Wednesday and a high of 64 with a low of 50. But uh, really starting after we get through uh, this weekend to uh, get back into that uh, uh, low to mid-60s. And then we're talking uh, some upper 50s to begin the month of November. Hmm. 8.12 is our time. Chris Schneider from Lake TV is standing by. He'd like to bring us a check of sports on the key. Well, thank you, KB. Great Thursday morning to you. How about those St. Louis Blues off to a 3-0 and start to the season after beating Vegas last night, fell behind early but came back to win it, and now it's home for the first time this season. Their home opener against the Kings on Saturday. NFL week number seven kicking off tonight with Cleveland and Denver going at it. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield out with a shoulder injury, so Case Keenum will get the start. Of course, the 3-3 three and three Chiefs will be at Tennessee Sunday. The Titans come off that huge win over the Bills. Only undefeated team left in the league is Arizona. The Cardinals will host the Texans on Sunday. Baseball playoffs, both the Astros and the Braves are now just one win away from going to the World Series. Astros beat the Bo Sox 9-1 for a 3-2 series lead in the American League Championship Series. Game 6 in Houston tomorrow night. National League Championship Series, the Braves beat up on the Dodgers 9-2 last night. Atlanta with a 3-1 series lead there. Game 5 in L.A. tonight. So the Braves can put that away tonight. First game of the World Series will be next Tuesday. Some big news out of college football. Washington State just fired their head football coach and four assistants uh, for refusing to take that uh, vaccine in the mandate there. And the coach is now suing the university for illegal termination. Be interesting to see how that turns out. High school football tomorrow night, 6-2 Camdenton at home against 5-3 Rolla. Big game for the district playoff standings. Also tomorrow, 3-5 Osage, home to 6-2 Blair Oaks, the defending state champions. And keep in mind, you can see both Lakers coach Jeff Shore and Indians coach Shannon Jolly on Lake TV's High School Football Coaches Show every week during the season. They'll talk about last week's game, preview this week's game, Tuesdays through Fridays, 10 in the morning, 2 in the afternoon, and 6 in the evening on Lake TV. Also tomorrow night, 2 and 6 Eldon will be at 1 and 7 Versailles. That's Lake TV's game of the week. So, KB, as always, a whole lot of sports to talk about. Back to you, brother. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate that. Sitting here enjoying a, uh, a nice hot cup of Tanzanian Peaberry coffee, courtesy of Firefly Valley Farms. They are here again. Stephanie is here. She will uh, be happy to make you uh, something as simple as a, a cup of coffee, a chai tea, a cold brew, frozen uh, frozen coffee. Wow. That's something else. It, 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 I don't know. Is that, That's almost like maybe uh, coffee on a popsicle stick. That's what it makes me think of, something like that, like a pop, coffee popsicle. And I'm sure they've got those. But Stephanie has frozen coffee, and she's got smoothies and all kinds of good stuff. And as I said before, folks, you can get exactly what you want the way you want it, courtesy of Firefly Valley Farms, and they will uh, take care of you. You can even get coffee beans, and if you would like, Stephanie will grind them here on location at the key gathering place 
on South Business 5. So make sure you uh, take the time to swing on by. We're easy to find again. Uh, head on uh, head on down South Business 5 and uh, come on into the key gathering place. You can uh, hang out with us for a while and enjoy some great coffee, a variety of different drinks, courtesy of Firefly Valley Farms. 816, today is International Day of the Nacho. International Day of <clears throat> the Nacho. You get permission to eat America's favorite Tex-Mex treats for a full 24 hours. Day of the Nacho. Yep. You like nachos, uh, Bill? I th- yes. Those nachos like with cheese on them, the cheese and all that kind of chilies and yeah, absolutely. meat sauce and all that. Yeah, right. Whatever you do, load them up. Yeah. Yeah. So Today is Back to the Future Day. Back to the Future Day. Throw on your Nikes or Nikes, pop in a VHS and rev up your, uh, your DeLorean. You remember the movie? <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd was in that movie. Yeah. Celebration of the Mind Day. Gear up for a full day of logic, learning, and fun. Even with numbers involved, it says. I'll say today is Conflict Resolution Day. Join the world to observe a day that promotes peaceful conflict resolution. Sounds safe to me. It started out that way. (laughs) We we, we don't know where it'll end, depending on what the conflict is and who's involved in the resolution uh, portion of that. Mm -hmm. Count Your Buttons Day, a fun day to celebrate this useful innovation that has made our clothes and lives beautiful. Today's International Credit Union Day. Um, always observed on the third Thursday of October every year, falling on October 21st this year. Credit unions work towards, uh, you know, helping us out with a lot of different things. International Shakeout Day. We all know how scary it can be when a tremor comes out of nowhere. I guess it has to do with... Shakeout the, Day, huh? I guess it has to do yeah. with earthquakes. Today is National Apple Day. National Check Your Meds Day. I believe, uh, <laughs> well, actually, uh, this weekend is the, um, and I don't know if uh, the Sheriff's Department is doing this or not. I would imagine they probably are. And local law enforcement. You might check with your uh, Sheriff's Department or your local law enforcement. If you've got prescription medication in your home that you're not using, yeah, and it's just sitting around, mm-hmm. you can take it uh, to the local sheriff's department, uh, local police department, what have you, and they will dispose of it for you. Okay. So, uh, again, I know it's supposed to be this Saturday, and they do it on the weekend for a reason, so people can get out and actually participate, mm-hmm. because if you work during the week, it might be a little difficult for you to get over there. But uh, certainly, a lot um, of people have medications in their home that they no longer use, and so it doesn't get... Uh, into the wrong hands or, or any number oh, of things yeah. that could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, they have this day. So uh, call your local uh, PD, call your local uh, uh, SD, and ask them if they are participating in this program and find out how you can dispose of your uh, unused medication properly. Today is National Get Smart About Credit Day. Get Smart About Credit Day. Yeah. That sounds like a worthwhile day. How many times... Have uh, have you received those little offers in the mail for a credit card? And then you turn around and uh, get the card mm-hmm. and go crazy with it. I don't know if you do. We often get the card if they say, we'll, we'll give you $500 to sign up. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll get the card. Oh. Yeah. 
It's get, free money. Get your five hundred dollars and then uh-huh. cancel the card. Right. National Pets for Veterans Day. Uh, National Pumpkin Cheesecake Day. Well, of course, we're in the uh, we're in the month pumpkin our months yeah. where you uh, where you essentially um, get pumpkin everything. Pumpkin everything. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I, pumpkin cheesecake sounds kind of good. And it's kind of odd in October that it's National Reptile Awareness Day. You would think that, w- <laughs> that would be in a warmer month. Yeah, you think they're they're disappearing this time of year. They're all hibernating. Yeah. Uh, it's also National Reptile Day, National Reptile Awareness Day, and National Reptile Day. Kind of one and the same, it almost sounds like to me there. Uh, police commemoration, uh, commemoration Day. Uh, let us all come together to raise our hands and salute those who have served. And today is uh, Spirit Day. Spirit Day, show your acceptance and love for the people of this bullied community. So are these um, all officially government-recognized um, days, do you think? I, I, don't th- I doubt it. Okay. Because, so. because yeah, you would think that the, they, the, the uh, government employees would try to find a way to get off work on these no, days? No, I, I just know that government likes to... Um, it's kind of like uh, one of those token things that they can do to recognize part of their constituency. Yeah, oh, sure. So they do, they do recognize a lot of strange stuff. Well, I don't think that all of these are government-related. Maybe some of them no, are. No, they're not at all. But, but government likes to take care of their voters. Oh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. But uh, the one I was kind of interested in is this International Shakeout Day. Shakeout. The S- earthquake And, uh, and I'm wondering huh? if it has something to do, do with uh, the earthquake. Shakeout Day is observed with the mission to educate the public about the importance of taking immediate action in case of an earthquake. So there yeah, you go. It's called run. <laughs> it says if, if, we, you're, if you're inside, maybe try to get outside. Yeah, we were, we were inside in California during an earthquake. Wow. And it hit around, I think it was like 5 a.m. My wife will correct me on this because she remembers stuff. But I knew that basically the first thing we did is look around, get our kids, and go outside. Right. Then we realized we left one behind. Whoops. So we had to go back. Well. But by the time you experience it, it's over. So, yeah. How long do you think it lasted? Probably 20 seconds. It right. was a fairly big earthquake. Anyway, it put our corporation out of business for about two weeks. Peggy, do you have something to say? <laughs> well, once the initial one comes through, there's a lot of aftershocks. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so you're continually grabbing the kids and not knowing if it's going to be another big we, one. We were in Southern California, so for the next probably two weeks, we slept outdoors. We didn't want to sleep inside. It, it's I don't kinda, blame you. It kind of spooks you. you I don't, don't blame you at you all. Don't, you don't realize until you've gone through it that every yeah. time a tremor came, it's like, oops. You know, it's like, a, is this the one? Yep. And then there's probably people that go, oh, heck, that was nothing. I remember when, and then they go into a big <laughs> spiel about an earthquake, that uh-huh. something like that. Well, some of the things you don't think about is if you have pictures hung above your kids' beds or <laughs> those yeah. type of things or a bookcase that could fall on them, it's really um, wise to not have those kind of things um, yeah. to you, injure them. Do you go around your house and find yourself anchoring various pieces of furniture to the floor or, or, or trying to, to do what you can to keep things from falling over? No, because all of the doors of all of the cabinets open, everything falls out. The refrigerator door opens, everything falls out. You got a big mess when yeah. an earthquake comes Yeah, we through. had the hot water heater in the garage, and it separated and mm. sp- spread water everywhere. And <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I guess, did you guys have to have earthquake insurance out there? No. No. 
<laughs> we didn't. Maybe we should have. We were in our, we were, we had already decided to escape California, so we were in a rental. Oh, very nice. So we weren't very concerned about it. Yeah, I praise God for that because, I mean, it was a really big one that came through, and all of the San Fernando Valley was hit. I mean, it, it had a swath of where it went. Yeah up and through Simi Valley and then farther north. Wow. And, yeah, down in Culver City where I uh, worked, the whole um, freeway collapsed right there. So that was kind of a famous picture back then. And that was when, do you, re- do you back remember? Back in 93. 93. 93. 94, maybe. But it we was moved in here January. in 94. Yeah. We'll just say... We we'll were ready to leave. For <laughs> safety's sake, we'll say... It hurried s- us along. <laughs> and I was just going to say, that was, that, was the, uh, that was the period at the end of the sentence, or the exclamation point in this case, uh-huh. that said, uh, that, that yep. made you folks think, yeah, it's time, to, it's time to get the heck out of here. Yep. There's God giving us the boot. Well, actually, now you moved from an earthquake state to another potential earthquake state, and that's Missouri. Yeah. Because they're saying, of course, the new Madrid uh, fault... Uh, has been been a little active, and, and they, but they always talk about that. They always say yeah. that, oh, the big one's coming, the big one's coming. Well, I'm sure it's coming at some point. Yes, it, it's coming. Yeah, we were more concerned about being in a tornado state, but that would be, I guess, Kansas is worse than here, right? Uh, it depends. Mm-hmm. You know, we're right in what they would consider tornado alley. Yeah, I mean, in one sense, it was having a scientific kind of bent. I, I kind of would like to see a tornado from a certain distance. Yeah, um, but then I always feel bad. You watch those people that are tornado chasers, and they're going, "Wow, this is great! This is awesome! Uh Look, there's debris!" But then you have to (laughs) you have to think about the people where that debris is at. You know, you know, are they safe? Are they out of the way? Uh You know, hey, that's great! That's awesome! You know, you're watching cows (laughs) flying through the air and trucks and everything else, and Uh you're wondering who does all that you know who does all that belong to, and are they safe and are they okay? And and so uh, while I would I was actually I was in a tornado when I was a young kid, mm. and uh, they're no fun. I mean, uh, far away or close up, they're no fun. Yeah, I remember when we were driving through the uh, southwest, we'd see those dust devils out yeah. on out in the prairie, and those were fun to watch because they were kind of like a unique thing. It was kind of like a mini tornado, yeah. and they weren't killing anybody; they were just raising up some dust out in the middle of a field somewhere, not harming yeah. anyone. Right. Have you ever seen those, uh, when they have those uh, uh, big forest fires out in California, they have the f- what they call a fire-nado? Oh, yeah. Where, where the From fire... The convection yeah. causes a tornado. A that's, little, yeah. that's almost like something, that's almost like a special effect you would see in a movie. Uh-huh. But it's real. I, I actually was able to be inside a dust devil back in New York where I was, where I, when I was a kid. Yeah. And it was in the fall, this, about this time of year, and this thing started spinning up where we were playing ball. And it picked up all the leaves, and there's a big funnel of leaves, and we kind of played around running through it. And all the kids got together and chased this thing. <laughs> it was fun. Yes, and, and it was fortunate. You were fortunate it wasn't uh, strong enough to pick you up off the ground <laughs> or anything like that. I, I remember what was the uh, the video they had uh, where these people were enjoying an afternoon uh, someplace. Uh, they had some sort of an event. And uh, there was uh, some gusty winds that came through, and it picked up the bounce house with the kids in it. Ah. And they were all, uh, they, they survived. I think they had a few bumps and bruises. But, yeah, you know, you, you, see, you, you see something like a bounce house, and you would think, typically, mm-hmm. that someone would anchor that Tether thing down. It down. Yeah, right? yeah, you know, it would be 
mm-hmm. anchored in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> I don't know if it was or not, but the wind came through and just grabbed this thing and shot it up in the air about uh, 35, 40, 50 feet. Ah. And it was going around, and the, the parents are all trying to run underneath it. Like, what are you going to do, catch it when it comes down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and there were little kids in it. There were a couple of little kids in it. And, well, they uh, do rent those things to amateurs, you know, so I guess, you know. Who, who would think about tethering it down? Well, you know, that's the same thing that happens here on the lake when uh, some people want to come down and go out on the water. They rent a boat Yeah. with absolutely no and experience uh, whatsoever. Certainly anybody can do this, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's 828. We're closing in on our bottom of the hour information break. Hi there. Hi. How are you doing this morning? Well, I'm wonderful. How are you today? Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Just having a marvelous day. Well, I mean... I don't know about y'all, but I'm loving this weather. I yes, we've commented on the weather. It's, it makes it's wonderful. me so happy, and ugh, I'm glad to be in a hoodie. I don't know why, but it's the fall. I love it. It'll be uh, it'll be fun tomorrow night at the football game. Tomorrow night, senior night. Yes. You, do you have any children that'll be participating in senior night? Well, I only have girls. Well, that's what I didn't say. I just I said children. <laughs> no, I no. I mean, I have a senior. Yeah. But she will. She does not play football. No, she's, she's not a cheerleader. No, she's high. She's not in the band. No, she's high maintenance. Oh gosh, yes, Lily. My th- oh yeah, high maintenance. So no, she, but no, no. I do not have anybody that will be walking. Although I do have a senior. So you have two girls that have graduated, correct? Correct. So that would be Carolyn, Caroline, Caroline, and Natalie, and Natalie. And then I have two at home, Lily, Lily and Faith. Faith. Okay, yeah. all right. You're getting it. Nice job. It's only taken me, what, about four or five years? It's okay. It's okay. 8.30 is our time. We are at 47 degrees. We are broadcasting live from the Key Gathering Place on South Business 5. We'll talk to uh, Mindy Sales after our information break. John Beckett coming up in hour number two. And we appreciate uh, you listening wherever you're at, 89.3 or keyradio.live. News from LakeExpo.com, your trusted news source. Here's more with Stacy Johnson on the key. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, October 21st. Take a deeper dive at LakeExpo.com. A proposal to build a new hiking and biking trail is picking up steam in the lake area. The Community Foundation of the Lake says the Magic Dragon Trails project is gaining supporters and they'll be hiring a professional trail building company in the coming weeks. CFL's plan would bring a world-class trail system to the lake area for hiking and biking. The CFL is set to begin the development process for the project as well as announcing a partnership with Tri-County YMCA to build a bike skills park on the property. For more information, go to the CFL's website or the Magic Dragon Trail's Facebook page. Are you constantly asking your kids, did you shut the lights off? It's Energy Awareness Month, and Amron, Missouri, wants families to make energy conservation a routine this October. Amron offers five tips to help make energy awareness fun, like making a game out of shutting off lights and shutting off unnecessary electronics. 
Amron has also created an interactive Halloween scavenger hunt to celebrate the season and help teach kids and adults about energy efficiency. Check it out at Amron.com. It's a great weekend for fun fall events here at the lake. Mega Farms is back and better than ever. This lake area pumpkin patch boasts a 150-foot slide, corn crib, obstacle course, and more pumpkins than you can shake a stick at. Come out Saturday and Sunday for all of October and enjoy the fall fun. Lake Breeze Terrace is hosting a ghouls gathering for kids and adults alike with an area for kids with games and fun and a haunted maze for those 14 and up brave enough to try it. And if you're looking for some non-spooky fun all day today, you can check out Lake Medical Spa's Fall Fiesta. They're having giveaways, food trucks, and live demonstrations from 10 to 6 at their location in Osage Beach. Get more Lake of the Ozarks news at lakeexpo.com. Download our free app from the App Store and Google Play. Lakeexpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Key Radio is financially supported in part by generous giving from Firefly Valley Farms, coffee roasters and beverage solutions. Firefly Valley Farms believes coffee is a big deal. It's their passion. They owned a coffee shop for 11 years and have been roasting coffee since 2006. When you order coffee, they freshly roast it and ship it directly to your home or office and you enjoy. Nothing compares to coffee this fresh. Firefly Valley Farms also takes pride in supporting growers that utilize ethical and sustainable processing practices. In addition to coffee, they have a family-owned and operated fruit orchard nestled at the bottom of Hudson Hollow on the banks of the Little Niangua River in Roach, Missouri. Firefly Valley Farms protects our land, rivers, our bees, and our bodies by using only organic pest management. Learn more online at fireflyvalleyfarms.com. Front Porch Village, Too Fast, Run to the Porch, 5K and One Mile Walk Run will be held on October 30th at Lynn Creek Memorial Park. Check-in will be at 8 a.m. and the race run will start at 9 a.m. All proceeds for this event go to Front Porch Village. Front Porch Village is a non-profit tiny house community that will provide affordable, sustainable, and transitional housing for single parent families in Camdenton. To register or to find out more information, please go to www.tickettaylor.com slash events slash tree 197 ministries. Hope to see you there. It takes a community to build a village. Join We the People of Camden County on Thursday, October 21st at the Elks Hall in Osage Beach. Their guest speaker will be St. Louis Attorney Mark McCloskey, who is running for the United States Senate. We the People of Camden County will again ask the candidate to answer their six specific questions, as well as taking questions from those in attendance. Doors open at 5 and the event begins at 6.30. Attorney Mark McCloskey, Thursday, October 21st at the Elks Hall in Osage Beach. Presented by We the People of Camden County. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part through a generous donation from Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about Victoria Station. We carry nautical pictures. People come to the lake and they want to decorate in lake styles, and so we offer ocean and lake type things. We also specialize in lots of holiday themed things from fall and Thanksgiving into Christmas. We have things that you can decorate your home as well as those special things to give as gifts. 
We are located just off the Case Road exit in Osage Beach, and we're open seven days a week, 9.30 to 5.30. Thought-provoking radio that offers you the opportunity to become engaged in the process. 89.3, the key. Yes, the nitty-gritty, 835, 836. Welcome back in to The Daily Show. We are enjoying a wonderful morning, 47 degrees on our way to a high today of around 60. That is just incredible. I believe we'll uh, we'll get a little cooler tonight. I don't know if uh, you're going to be sleeping with those windows open. I am going to do that because I just love this weather and I can't get enough of it. And now that it's here, I want to enjoy it. I want to embrace it. I want to just bottle it and have it with me whenever and wherever so that I can uh, just get away from all the heat and humidity. I'm a sweater. I'll be real honest with you. I sweat. 60 and plenty of sunshine today. 41 with a few clouds tonight. 68 and sunny tomorrow. Uh, Looks like a good possibility for some showers and thunderstorms on Saturday. A high of 66, a low of 59. Good day maybe to just kind of hang out indoors someplace and make a big old pot of chili or a big old pot of pozole verde or a big old pot of uh, chicken and dumplings. Ooh, that sounds good. Stew, soup. All kinds of cool stuff. You know what? And we haven't done this for a while. Just get yourself a big old hunk of beef, big roast. Throw it in the crock pot with some veggies. Let it do its thing all day. And then you'll be ready, you know, in the evening for a nice dinner. Ooh, it's going to be great. Uh, Then we'll look uh, at Sunday. Scattered showers and thunderstorms possible, mainly early. And a high of 75 because, you know, what Sunday is. We've talked about it. We had the folks in here yesterday talking about it. Actually, two days ago. Uh, the big food truck festival. I'm going to start. I'm going to start delving into this, Mindy. Okay. I'm going to start delving into it and finding out what I need to do, because uh, maybe in addition to Firefly Valley Farms, I could pull pull the food truck up in the morning. And while we're doing the show, maybe I'll you know, make a few omelets or. Oh my gosh, would I, that be glorious? I don't know. Uh, seriously, I would be on every morning. Then I'd be like, <laughs> I'm coming every morning. Got a food truck out there? Yeah, yeah. 62, the expected high with a partly cloudy sky on Monday, partly cloudy and 67 on Tuesday. And then we could look for uh, possibly some scattered showers and thunderstorms on Wednesday with a high of 64. On, uh, let's see here, Halloween. Halloween's on Saturday this year, right? No, Sunday. Sunday? Yeah, the 30th. The is 31st is uh, Sunday. Is Sunday, right. But they're having a lot of, like, the trunk or treats and everything on Saturday night. Yeah. So the kids kind of get the double whammy. Total. They get the, uh, they get the uh, Saturday action, and then they can go trick-or-treat in their neighborhoods on Sunday. That's true. When, now, we lived, when we lived in Camdenton, we lived on Panoramic, which is considered one of the busiest streets for Halloween, period. It's crazy. I spent over $250 on candy. Oh my gosh. I got to, we, got, we went through everything we had. So when we were getting down to the, uh, the, the bottom, Tina said, you better go get some more candy or they're going to egg the house. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and so that's exactly what we did. I, I ran up to the store and I got whatever they had left, you know. And, so, and then the, uh, it's so busy that they have set up a way to enter that mm-hmm. neighborhood and exit that neighborhood. You go all the way up Panoramic and then wherever you turn around, then you go down, and I guess you come out on, uh, what is it, Ha Ha Tonka or something like that, the cut through, whatever. And so. I mean, it's impossible <laughs> to drive through there. I mean, they tried to set up, but there are so many kids. It's crazy. I tried when I got home to get up my street. Oh. Couldn't happen. Didn't happen. That. So I parked my, my car across the street 
right there where the uh, Knights of Columbus Hall is. Yes. And I walked. I walked home. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we lived there one year. Yeah, one on, year. On Accord Lane. Uh, it was, that's, that's the pass-through at the right. end. Right, yes. Accord Lane. Did you do that? Is that why you li- only lived there one year? No, it was a combination of things. I see. The well, sun we rose in the wrong direction and all kinds of stuff, you know, but... I don't. Uh, I, I don't want to get into it. Obviously, with you, but uh, we'll 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 uh, save that maybe discussion for another time. Uh, we do have uh, our good buddy Chris Schneider standing by from uh, Lake TV with a check of sports on the key. KB, great Thursday morning to you. How about those St. Louis Blues? Off to a 3-0 start to the season after beating Vegas last night, fell behind early but came back to win it, and now it's home for the first time this season. Their home opener against the Kings on Saturday. NFL week number seven kicking off tonight with Cleveland and Denver going at it. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield out with a shoulder injury, so Case Keenum will get the start. Of course, the 3-3 three and three Chiefs will be at Tennessee Sunday. The Titans come off that huge win over the Bills. Only undefeated team left in the league is Arizona. The Cardinals will host the Texans on Sunday. Baseball playoffs, both the Astros and the Braves are now just one win away from going to the World Series. Astros beat the Bo Sox 9-1 for a 3-2 series lead in the American League Championship Series. Game 6 in Houston tomorrow night. National League Championship Series, the Braves beat up on the Dodgers 9-2 last night. Atlanta with a 3-1 series lead there. Game 5 in L.A. tonight. So the Braves can put that away tonight. First game of the World Series will be next Tuesday. Some big news out of college football. Washington State just fired their head football coach and four assistants uh, for refusing to take that uh, vaccine in the mandate there. And the coach is now suing the university for illegal termination. Be interesting to see how that turns out. High school football tomorrow night, 6-2 Camdenton at home against 5-3 Rolla. Big game for the district playoff standings. Also tomorrow, 3-5 Osage, home to 6-2 Blair Oaks, the defending state champions. And keep in mind, you can see both Lakers coach Jeff Shore and Indians coach Shannon Jolly on Lake TV's high school football coaches show every week during the season. They'll talk about last week's game, preview this week's game, Tuesdays through Fridays, 10 in the morning, 2 in the afternoon, and 6 in the evening on Lake TV. Also tomorrow night, 2 and 6 Eldon will be at 1 and 7 Versailles. That's Lake TV's game of the week. So, KB, as always, a whole lot of sports to talk about. Back to you, brother. All right. Thank you, Chris. At 8.42, we want to remind you, if you've got something on your mind that you would like to talk about or address a topic that one of our guests is talking about, Feel free to give us a call here this morning. Very easy to do. 573-633-5395. 573-633-KEYK. Give us a call on the key line, the key line, the hotline, the line of opportunity. I like that. Hotness. Hotness. <laughs> the line of hotness. Hot, hotter, hottest, and hotness. It is uh, time to talk to Mindy Sales. Mindy Sales with our Thoughtful Thursday. That's what we're calling it now un- okay. until you come up with a better name for it. I just don't or think one of the listeners, yeah, Or one of the listeners good, yeah. uh, wants to contribute a better name. We'll call it Thoughtful Thursday with Mindy Sales. Okay. We had Mindy on last week talking about uh, some folks that 
came to the Lake of the Ozarks uh, for a specific purpose. Yes. So uh, last week, a group called, there were two, actually two groups. Um, one is Adventures with Purpose. And the other one is Chaos Divers. Adventures with Purpose is out of Oregon and Chaos Divers are out of Illinois. And they came down and searching for Donnie Irwin. Donnie went missing December 28th of, well, let's see. I can't do math this early, but it was, it'll be eight years ago this, um, this December. Mm -hmm. And he disappeared with his, his, him and his vehicle. And so he, uh, he was a diabetic. He needed meds. He, you know, there's been clearly i mean we the family and everyone believes that he is um deceased so the family now would like to be able to have some closure and so they uh you know i i got involved just because i wanted to help out and so i kind of got involved that way with the searches and then i became friends with his sister and so then i i've been watching this group for quite for probably about a year now called adventures with purpose and they go out and search and they have amazing equipment they're they're very um I don't know how they're very organized. It's very um, well put together. They're amazing, an amazing group of people. And so I reached out to them and thought, well, what the heck? The worst thing they could do is tell us no, which they're already, you know, which, which, which is, we're already that no, you know, so they um, responded right away and they ended up coming out and it's a, it was a huge, amazing deal. They have, um, they were going on a 20 state um, tour, not tour, but you know, and where they were going around and, and helping find people um, for many different reasons. And so they, and then they, they chose Camdenton to come and help look for Donnie. So we, they arrived at my house um, early, early um, in the morning. And we, uh, you know, talked in the morning and I, I feel so blessed because I did go in and talk to Sheriff Helms and was like, listen, you know, we're going to need your help on this um, because obviously you have a lot of the details and we, and, you know, adventures with purpose and chaos diving, they don't have it. So he, um, he um, talked with Jimmy Bashir. Jimmy Bashir um, came and um, has been absolutely wonderful. He was so helpful and just wonderful. And then another deputy arrived that day called um, Zach Moreland or Moorhead, um, excuse me. And they both, um, so what we ended up doing was making a plan at my house and we divided it up into two groups. Zach took one group and Jimmy took another group and we just went and looked at so many different places. And because we divided up, um, it was amazing. We were able to search 14 different locations. Wow. And that's a lot of locations. Um, we did not find Donnie, um, but um, it was it was such a powerful moving day. I mean, we were so grateful for them for coming. They do not charge. And so, um, you know, we do, you know, I put on, um, Lake Erie happenings and, you know, my personal page and I'll put it, um, on my the Facebook page for my radio show too, um, is that, you know, they do run on donations. So they do have a really awesome shirt that they, pr- that they printed up and it's $30 and it, it has Camdenton, Missouri on the map and it has Donnie Irwin's name on it. So it's a pretty special shirt. Mm-hmm. They've got all sorts of different things to raise money, but they went into sonars. Um, they took their, they have amazing sonar. They went, you know, we went on private property with permission. We went in public property. Um, but we really, hit a lot of great places but the awesome thing is they're going to come back and they just are like we'll keep searching some of these places where you ended up going were there any signs that maybe uh donny Irwin had been there uh was it more or less uh, they 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 went where they thought he might have gone 
We win based on several different things. One is radius. Right. Because, you know, they usually, most often, they don't go very far from their home. But then that's hard because we, he lived out towards the Decaturville. It's kind of rural out there. Right. Um, there was that. And then there was things that he had mentioned and places that he grew up. He grew up down here. So it's things that were important to him or close to what their family did. Those were the areas that we searched. Um, but we have, but, but as we worked throughout the day, we, um, it was really, as we talked and communicated and had their expertise and then, you know, Yvonne, um, Yvonne's, um, you know, memories and stuff like that and the knowledge of her brother, um, we just were able to come up with more and more things. So I think next time um, we'll be able to do an even better job of trying to locate, you know, um, places that were important. We went, like I said, we went on private properties. We just literally looked at the map and decided on some places. Um, people were wonderful. Um, we did not, I mean, let's see. Well, the crew that went on in the lake, because we went to the lake several places, mm -hmm. uh, they did find a cruiser down um at the bottom down at the bottom yeah and a trailer that was pretty interesting um so um, but that was really about it there are other small things but nothing crazy so um but they were just so graceful and so gracious and so wonderful so i'm so excited for them to come back and um really make a huge you know make a huge difference and i just want the family to have closure you know you just like just just to be able to bury them you know those sort of things so um, but it was a really neat, amazing, emotional, I was exhausted. Everybody was exhausted by the end of the day because when they, we were doing it around the lake, we were at, um, one of the, under the, one of the bridges, um, by, um, oh gosh, anyway, uh, they, um, literally, um, they stayed, we're on this shore, but they stayed in one place for quite some time, like 20 minutes. Right. So it gives you the feeling like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my They're gosh. They're onto something. Yeah. Yes. And then it wasn't. So the, it was just an emotional day, but it was powerful, and I'm really, um, I feel blessed to be a part of it. I think, you know, um, like anything else, you know, we, we want closure on a lot of different things, and we don't sometimes know how to go about that. And then groups and organizations like uh, the two that you mentioned that came through, uh, there's always that little ray of hope that maybe they'll stumble upon something that will be the key necessary in order to unlock the mystery, unlock the puzzle that has, uh, has been plaguing that family for so long. Right. And you go all the way back to 2013, so it was uh, December of 2013 when he went missing. And I know that, you know, initially there was a big concern and, and, and people were looking for him. We were, they, they left no stone unturned, so to speak. Yeah. But apparently there are some stones somewhere that have been uh, not not unturned. They're just you know sitting there with some sort of a clue as to what happened to uh, Donnie Irwin, and I remember um, interviewing uh, his sister mm -hmm. a couple of different times. Yes, and you know everybody, you know initially there's the big push, there's the big uh, drive to uh, to to go out and find him in hopes that you know we'll find him right away. But unfortunately, it's gone on and on and on, and now coming up on it, the uh, the remembrance. I don't like to use the word anniversary in a situation like this, like 9-11. I, I don't like the word anniversary. I agree with you. I, I think remembrance is, is more important. And I like that a lot. Um, you know, coming up on the remembrance of, of, of uh, what, eight years, as you mentioned. But hoping and praying that at some point, you know, somebody sees something somebody comes across something and that's normally you know when you think about it 
you know, somebody out hunting comes across, uh, you know, uh, uh, some bones or a body and uh, calls authorities and then they, you know, they found they find someone that's been lost for years. Totally. And, yeah. you know, that's the thing is that, you know, we thought maybe, oh, my gosh, hunting season, you know, those went on. But it's a whole car with a human inside. So it's big, you know, and so that's why we're just like, you know, if it's if it's not any stream or anything like that, because like you talked about the hunters, I mean, there's hunters out, you know, all the time. We just believe that at this point it would have been found if it were in some stream or something like that. Right, right. So we're definitely thinking deeper body of water. So, um, you know, but like I said, I mean, people welcomed us onto their private property. They were so gracious. Yeah. And so that was pretty, um, pretty amazing. So. Well, the search goes on, and uh, as you mentioned, these folks are going to be coming back into the area, which I think is great, and to thank them, uh, you know, for what what they do. But uh, love, we'd love to get an opportunity to uh, to talk with them if you can, if yes. you can make that happen. I'd love to uh, set up an interview when they've got the time, because it sounds pretty much like they just go from place to place and and, and really don't stop a whole lot. They don't. I mean, they arrived at my, uh, they arrived in Camden at two o'clock on the mo- in that that morning. They've uh-huh. been in Indianapolis. And then they were at my house, they were at us all day and they left about nine, eight, eight o'clock mm. and moved, went to Texas. I mean, they literally, I mean, they didn't stop, they right. didn't stay, you know? So, um, yes. And they also, they have families. So they were trying to do the most good and the, the most efficient way of time and then, you know, be able to get back home too. So they're pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, and, and like I said, I'm, you know, the sheriff's department was wonderful, but they don't have the time and the resources to go out and search for days. Mm-hmm. And with all the equipment that, you know, we had two different uh, boats going and all sorts of things. So um, they really come in and they feed, they, they take, they, they fill a need that a lot of communities have. So it's pretty amazing. I think it is extraordinary that there are people on this earth that are into that sort of thing. Right. And I think that, you know, for them to basically do this out of their own pockets, you know, it, it sounds to me like a good portion of it, uh, it comes out of their own pockets and, and, and donations. Yes, they do. They are a nonprofit and they do get donations. But yes, if, I mean, like if they didn't have donations, they still would have come. I mean, you know, it, they still come and, and uh, like, we, you know, didn't cost us anything. Not that, but, you know, of course, obviously we're going to do some fundraising for them and stuff, but. No, they come because they genuinely believe in what they want to do. And I said to them, I said to Jared, the leader, I said, why don't you guys just stay the night, you know, have a calm night. We'll, we'll grill out, you know, and just chill out so you guys can have one night of just calmness. And he's like, no, we've got too many people to help. We just can't. We've got to keep going. Wow. Yeah, that's what he said to me. Dedication and devotion. What Did, did you happen to ask him what his motivation is? Is there somebody that maybe was in his family that was lost? And so he realizes and understands the importance that uh, these families uh, uh, that are involved in a situation like this, they just want the closure. They want to know what happened to their loved one and, uh, and, 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 and you know, be able to get that closure, as we've talked about, that's so necessary. Well, what they really started out doing was they were starting to clean up the environment. They wanted to go. They went to rivers, mostly moving bodies of water, yeah. and and took out cars. That was what they were originally starting to do, just to so that to clean up. Well, in one of the cars, they found remains. Oh, and so that that was kind of how it started. It didn't start that way. Mm-hmm. It it just was the way God took it, and so they were able to give some closure to a family, and that was so powerful. And then if you go back on YouTube and, and with Adventures with Purpose and watch their original ones, one of the first ones they did was a, a young kid who went missing. And uh, they thought he had, and it had, the area had been searched twice. And they went and searched it and found this young kid. And his family was there. It was a very emotional, emotional thing. But I think giving families closure 
is now what has, um, you know, switched kind of their direction. And like I said, God, you know, kind of encouraged that. And uh, th that's why they're doing it is just to make a difference for families. And boy, do they ever. Well, hopefully uh, if they come back, they'll maybe get that clue necessary to find uh, Donnie Irwin. We can or only praying. hope. Amen. We can only hope. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time with us here this morning. Anything else that uh, you're working on? How, how did the uh, the fall festival go last Saturday? Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. It was wonderful. It was probably mm -hmm. four times the amount of people we had last year. It, it was wonderful. Right. We ran out of food, which to me was everyone else was stressed. I'm like, that's great news. Well, that's, I mean, that's, a, that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, I was so delighted. So this Saturday, I am going to be at um, Barefoot Floors over by Lowe's is having kind of like adoption little thing. Yes. So I'm going to be there with some, some minis. And I'm going to be there with Frankie, my um, horse, my white horse that um, goes to nursing homes and, and visits hospice patients. So he's going to be there. Is that like, is that like Mr. Ed? But the he's, talking horse. But he's so much neater than. Mr. Where's Eric. Wilbur? Where? Where's Wilbur? He doesn't <laughs> do that. Thank goodness. Do you know how they got him to do that? Well, how they got him to do it? The the Mr. Ed. They probably put peanut butter peanut or something in his mouth. mouth. Yeah. yeah, that's right. No, Frank <laughs> just stands there. He's beautiful, but he was amazing because he can like he connects with people's souls. So when people are. Um, Where's Mindy? Where's right. she hiding? No, oh, he's my. He's my baby. Yeah. But um, he's going to be there, and then we're going to have a couple minis there that are going to be walking around so that people can pet him and see him. So. Uh, they're going to be outside, not inside, because barefoot floors would probably, they don't want a bunch of, you know, yeah. stuff. No, we are going to be outside, but if it does get a little bit rainy, there's a loading dock on the back, so we'll still be back on the loading, the cement loading dock and there have our go. horses. So if you want to come and pet some minis and see Frank, the famous, um, you know, comforter uh come on uh, to where i'm going to be there from nine to one at, at barefoot floors so that's it for frankie this frankie mm -hmm. so does frankie ever say listen you're taking me to all these places when am i going to see you know uh, some of the residuals from this you know are, are we getting some cash can you upgrade what you feed me he you gets know? treats and he gets to get he gets to where um he gets a costume he gets always dressed oh i'm sure the horse loves wearing the costume he does that's like putting clothes on a dog right that's he wrong it. that no. is wrong he's dogs so cute dogs have already got fur they don't need clothes too you know oh, oh let's let's buy this dog a cute little sweater oh please it's a tutu whatever i'm getting all your animals tutus did you did you see that they've got crocs for dogs now no yes Okay, well, Crocs for dogs. I'm and, not going there. And it's sad, you know. Dogs don't want to wear clothes. No. I mean, quite frankly, you, you see them, they, and if you try to put shoes on a dog, yeah, you know. Yeah, they walk all wonky and stuff. Yeah, no. Come on, folks. Well, Frankie just dresses up. Usually what he does is he has a bow tie on as a gentleman. A bow tie. He, he wears a bow tie. Yeah. And then usually I will braid like How some, does that work when, you know, you're out doing something somewhere and Frankie decides he wants to take a big poop. Does that? Uh, he does, does not do that inside. He oh. usually does it in the trailer. Oh, very. he's he's amazing. Yeah, no, we went. We've spent an hour and a half in in nursing homes. Is that boat? Is that you know? He, he goes in some place and he takes a big poop and he's got the bow tie on and everybody says, "Oh, don't worry about the poop. Look, well, yeah. look, look how cute he look looks in that bow tie." He is. <laughs> no, he never has done that. I mean, I don't know why. I don't didn't train him. I don't know if he's just he's just an amazing horse. He has never ever had an accident ever. He's a dude. He's an amazing dude. But then you'll have Maybe. to start putting like a horsey diaper on him. No. Big well, you know what? I, I, when I go into the nursing homes, I always say this: the assisted livings or wherever. I always say the same thing. He has never had an accident, but I don't know why. You so. take him inside the places? Oh, we go from room to room. 
No, really. Hour and a half inside, room to you room. You know, you're 85, 86 years old. You're sitting in a room by yourself, and you hear this clippity-clop coming down the hall. Do you know how Wondering much what joy, the world is going on. Do you know how much joy it brings them? They'll say, no. Oh, the, I'm sure, yeah. The, 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 like, the activities director will come into the room and say, okay, I've got a visitor for you. And they're like, okay. And then here comes Frank. And they're like, a horse? Am I dreaming? It's so much fun. But he's a snuggler, so he will, like, he'll snuggle with them, and he's just such a good boy. But I have said to them, I've said, I, you know, he's never had an accident. I can't guarantee. And they said, we clean up lots of stuff. We don't mind cleaning up after your horse. Wow. So I said, okay. There you go. Fair enough. What a way to end. End on a high note. Always end strong. That's what they say. What time uh, out there at Barefoot Floors on Saturday? Nine to one. Nine to one. And it's easy to find in the Prudence Point Shopping Center right next door to Lowe's. Correct. So get on out there and meet Frankie the Wonder Horse. Right. Get and your a picture minutes. taken. Yeah, of course. Does he do autographs? Um, he might. You I, can, I got you can take take his hoof. his hoof and stick in some paint and put it on a big piece of paper that's like that. That's a good idea. And then he can I'm put sure the pen like in his that. mouth. Yeah. yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. God, KB, you're such a thinker. <laughs> Always thinking outside the box. You are. God love you. Most of it, you know, most of it makes people think I'm criminally insane. But uh, well, I've had occasion, that thought a few times. But it's on okay. occasion, yeah, it's it's okay. Nine o'clock is our time. Mindy Sales, thank you so much. We'll uh, talk to you in, what next Thursday. You want to yes, come back? I will be back. Eight o'clock, nine o'clock. What works for you? Whatever you want. Okay. Well, I'm. Uh, Either I, way, I'm, I'm great. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just, we here, have, I'm just uh, here to help. I see, I, and I appreciate that. Bill and I both really understand understand me when I say. Bill and I are very appreciative of that. I'm, you're just here to help. I am. That's all. So I'm just here to help. Bill's got a little light uh, construction work he needs done outside. Can you? That's a Todd <laughs> thing. Okay. All right. That's a Todd thing. <laughs> 901 information coming up at the top of the hour. It's uh, Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com. We'll hear from Chris Schneider. We'll get an update on the weather. And then from the Republican Central Committee, we'll roll in Mr. John Beckett to uh, talk about a pretty interesting event that went down last night. Maybe you were there. Maybe you weren't. If you weren't, you definitely want to hang around and hear what John has to say on 89.3 The King. You're listening to Community Radio for the Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. Stacey Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, October 21st. Take a deeper dive at lakeexpo.com. A proposal to build a new hiking and biking trail is picking up steam in the lake area. The Community Foundation of the Lake says the Magic Dragon Trails project is gaining supporters and they'll be hiring a professional trail building company in the coming weeks. CFL's plan would bring a world-class trail system to the lake area for hiking and biking. The CFL is set to begin the development process for the project as well as announcing a partnership with Tri-County YMCA to build a bike skills park on the property. For more information, go to the CFL's website or the Magic Dragon Trail's Facebook page. Are you constantly asking your kids, did you shut the lights off? It's Energy Awareness Month, and Amherst, Missouri wants families to make energy conservation a routine this October. Amron offers five tips to help make energy awareness fun, like making a game out of shutting off lights and shutting off unnecessary electronics. 
Amron has also created an interactive Halloween scavenger hunt to celebrate the season and help teach kids and adults about energy efficiency. Check it out at Amron.com. It's a great weekend for fun fall events here at the lake. Mega Farms is back and better than ever. This lake area pumpkin patch boasts a 150-foot slide, corn crib, obstacle course, and more pumpkins than you can shake a stick at. Come out Saturday and Sunday for all of October and enjoy the fall fun. Lake Breeze Terrace is hosting a ghouls gathering for kids and adults alike with an area for kids with games and fun and a haunted maze for those 14 and up brave enough to try it. And if you're looking for some non-spooky fun all day today, you can check out Lake Medical Spa's Fall Fiesta. They're having giveaways, food trucks, and live demonstrations from 10 to 6 at their location in Osage Beach. Get more Lake of the Ozarks news at lakeexpo.com. Download our free app from the App Store and Google Play. Lakeexpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Join We the People of Camden County on Thursday, October 21st at the Elks Hall in Osage Beach. Their guest speaker will be St. Louis Attorney Mark McCloskey, who is running for the United States Senate. We the People of Camden County will again ask the candidate to answer their six specific questions, as well as taking questions from those in attendance. Doors open at 5 and the event begins at 6.30. Attorney Mark McCloskey, Thursday, October 21st at the Elks Hall in Osage Beach. Presented by We the People of Camden County. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part through a generous donation from Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about Victoria Station. We carry nautical, contemporary, and traditional type themes in our store in general, but we go into lots of different categories. When you come to Victoria Station, we want you to feel like you've escaped from the world. We want you to come and enjoy the sights, the sounds, the smells, and find that something special to introduce that into your own home. We are located just off the Case Road exit in Osage. Sage Beach, and we're open seven days a week, 9.30 to 5.30. Join 89.3 The Key for the True History Professor program featuring Professor Jim Paisley. The national media now is kind of taking advantage of people. They hit you with a, you know, a big headline, and then they don't give you any information behind it. There's no context to it. Problem. And so what I'm going to try and do, uh, you know, on a weekly basis with the show is to try and share with you what what were the events? What are the things behind the scenes here? What, what led to this? Professor Paisley takes a look back at history and how it relates to present-day events. But we take it on face value without having any knowledge of why. It, well, it's because the news told us. Join Professor Jim Paisley Thursdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m., 2 p.m., and 10 p.m. for the True History Professor program on 89.3 The Key.
business, government, history, religion, entertainment, and much more on 89.3 The Key. It is 9.07. Welcome back. Hour number two of The Daily Show here on Key Radio 89.3, a.k.a. Uh, keyradio.live if you are listening online. If you would like to uh, give us a call, remember we've got a uh, phone number. We've got an opportunity for you to talk to our guests. We've got uh, an opportunity for you to uh, chime in with whatever is on your mind here. It's easy to do. 573-633-5395-633-5395 or 573-633-KEYK. How about them apples? Got one uh, that's all set up and designated to the cause here. So feel free to uh, give us a call. We're going to be talking with uh, John Beckett here momentarily with the Republican Central Committee. And we're going to find out a little bit more about an event that uh, took place last night. Who was there? Some of the questions that were posed and maybe some of the answers that were given in response to the questions that were posed. We also have uh, Check of Sports with Chris Schneider coming up here momentarily. Quick check of the forecast, 60 the expected high today with plenty of sunshine. We'll see uh, a low tonight, or feel a low tonight rather, of around 41 and a partly cloudy sky. Beautiful day tomorrow, sunny and 68 with a low of 50. Sunshine not so prevalent on Saturday. We've got a good chance for some uh, showers and thunderstorms. A high of 66, a low of 59. 75 with scattered showers and thunderstorms on Sunday, a low of 51. Monday, partly cloudy and 62. Partly cloudy and 67 on Tuesday. Back to the possibility for some scattered showers and thunderstorms on Wednesday and a high of 64. Holding steady this morning, I do believe, at right around uh, 47 degrees. That's where we are. And uh, a clear sky. Chris Schneider standing by with a check of sports on the KB, great Thursday morning to you. How about those St. Louis Blues? Off to a 3-0 start to the season after beating Vegas last night, fell behind early but came back to win it, and now it's home for the first time this season. Their home opener against the Kings on Saturday. NFL week number seven kicking off tonight with Cleveland and Denver going at it. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield out with a shoulder injury, so Case Keenum will get the start. Of course, the 3 and three Chiefs will be at Tennessee Sunday. The Titans come off that huge win over the Bills. Only undefeated team left in the league is Arizona. The Cardinals will host the Texans on Sunday. Baseball playoffs, both the Astros and the Braves are now just one win away from going to the World Series. Astros beat the Bo Sox 9-1 for a 3-2 series lead in the American League Championship Series. Game 6 in Houston tomorrow night. National League championship series. The Braves beat up on the Dodgers 9-2 last night. Atlanta with a 3-1 series lead there. Game 5 in LA tonight. So the Braves can put that away tonight. First game of the World Series will be next Tuesday. Some big news out of college football. Washington State just fired their head football coach and four assistants uh, for refusing to take that uh, vaccine in the mandate there. And the coach is now suing the university for illegal termination. 
be interesting to see how that turns out. High school football tomorrow night, 6-2 and two, Camdenton at home against 5-3 and three, Rolla. Big game for the district playoff standings. Also tomorrow, 3-5 and five, Osage, home to 6-2 and two, Blair Oaks, the defending state champions. And keep in mind, you can see both Lakers coach Jeff Shore and Indians coach Shannon Jolly on Lake TV's high school football coaches show every week during the season. They'll talk about last week's game, preview this week's game, Tuesdays through Fridays, 10 in the morning, 2 in the afternoon, and 6 in the evening on Lake TV. Also tomorrow night, 2 and 6 Eldon will be at 1 and 7 Versailles. That's Lake TV's game of the week. So KB, as always, a whole lot of sports to talk about. Back to you, brother. All right, it is 9-11. Thank you so much for joining us here on 89.3 The Key. And we wish... Uh, Mindy Sales, a fond farewell. We'll see her back here next Thursday in the 8 o'clock hour talking more about uh, folks doing good stuff at the Lake of the Ozarks that don't necessarily get uh, any credit and don't really want any credit, but uh, Mindy finds those people and talks about them anyway. Um, and she does a, a, an incredible job of that. 47 degrees, a mostly clear sky, 912. John Beckett is joining us from the Republican Central Committee. Good morning, KB and Bill. How thanks are for you? Having me. I'm doing fantastic. That's well, great. It's good to see yeah, you. Thanks for having me back. I don't know how to follow Mindy. That's that's some big shoes to fill with the horses and yeah. the Donnie Irwin story. And I guess what I have to say is probably, you know, nothing compared to that. I, would, uh, I wouldn't say that. I think uh, so. what you are going to contribute here this morning is very interesting because it gives us maybe a little insight on some of the folks that are uh, involved in the political process here in and around Camden County. It's, it's been pretty interesting lately with everything been going on right. with the county commission. The uh, the central committee, we've had several meetings, uh, a lot of appointments here in the last year and a half, which really brought more attention to what we do right. and what we're supposed to do. Um, we kind of got off track there for several years, but our committee is a uh, I think we're just two members shy of being completely full, have representing all the townships in, the, in our county. And uh, we are supposed to be the liaison between our townships and our elected officials. Right. Um, they sh we're elected, so we, uh, you know, they should be able to come to us and say, hey, we need, we'd like some answers. So we, uh, we got our heads together. Um, I brought up the, uh, the uh, um, recommendation that we have a, a meeting with the commissioners about how, you know, where our uh, county's headed. Right. Some of the past happenings on, you know, all the, uh, uh, you know, get, get a few answers to maybe, uh, you know, past history the last year since James took office and some of the, you know, just set them down, see what's really going on, get answers face to face. So we, we started out, we set it up. Um, we originally were going to have it here at the Key. Um, there was some thought that it might get too big, uh, just with everything going on and all the interest in the commission that, uh, we would hold it at the little theater. So, and, uh, so Jordan, our chairperson sent out a, uh, you know, a letter asking for the commission to attend our meeting that the, you know, the central committee, which Jordan all, all three, yeah, Jordan Salisbury. So all, you know, that we would like their attendance and uh, just have a conversation, ask them questions about what's going on with the county. Originally, uh, two of the three uh, didn't, uh, they said they were not going to attend, but to our pleasant surprise last night, um, all three commissioners showed up. When, uh, when they told Jordan that they, uh, the two, when the two of them said they weren't going to show, that we went ahead and uh, 
opened it up to all elected officials. Right. And so we had great, really good attendance, and it was uh, very interesting last night at the array of questions we had from the committee. Um, and uh, it, it, was, it was a great conversation that needs to continue over time. Uh, years ago, when I first joined the committee, we used to have something out at Ha Ha Tonka with all the uh, elected officials where they could uh, talk with the committee. And uh, we'd have, you know, some food and, and stuff like that and, you know, just were able to converse with them one-on-one, -on -one, get some questions answered. We mm -hmm. hadn't done that in years. So it was great to have everybody there um, most of the night. It really did stay positive. Um, they they answered most of our questions typical you know it's just politics you're going to get skirted you know some answers are going to get skirted on right. you but it's right. but all in all it was i were very thankful that everyone showed up um and and i even did after the meeting i i, I told them all thank you because it, it was it's important for our community important for our area and uh important for our county i know they've got a lot of different things going on a lot of irons in the fire they're dealing with some lawsuits you know, you talk about Gravelgate, what's going on with Nathan Rennie, probably some other things as well. Was the uh, issue with the TCLA raised at all because they came in and uh, the, 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 this, what happened in the commission meeting on Tuesday uh, is really kind of interesting and the way it was handled because uh, a, a representative, uh, the lady, the executive director, uh, Legina Fitzpatrick, showed up at the commission meeting, said that they wanted to be the DMO uh, for uh, Camden County, and that means essentially getting the advertising dollars that are coming through and uh, utilize those dollars to, uh, you know, market and advertise uh, Camden County, Lake of the Ozarks, so on and so forth. They've already gotten the nod from Miller County. But the way it was handled where essentially they said, well, you know, we have to have all this in place by November the 5th, which is not true, and, you know, we need to vote on it right away. Uh, and to me, it would seem as though... If you don't have all your ducks in a row, maybe you table it, address it, and come back to it later. And you still have plenty of time before November the 5th. You should have. I, I attended that meeting. Um, I did ask a few questions. Um, it was a, you could tell there was a different mood in the room uh, that day. They come in, they all, they all had suits on, which is fine. You know, I, I kind of like more laid back meetings. But um, at the beginning of the meeting, Greg stated that they were going to change the rules, that we're not going to, you know, we're no longer going to run these meetings as the old, old, you know, just open meeting where you raise your hand, ask questions, that they were going to follow more Robert's rules of order, um, that public comment was going to be at the beginning, which I, so I went ahead and signed up and uh, for public comment because the, the agenda is pretty vague. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just put like, you know, it was just TCLA. Nobody knew what they were going to talk about. Um, the best thing I, one of the best thing, I mean, I, I don't know a lot about that lawsuit. Um, I agree that the way that meeting was handled, I even mentioned that last night during our, uh, our forum that that was a, uh, that, that meeting was handled very poorly mm -hmm. and it did seem like everything was rushed. Um, they allowed, I did, they did allow people to speak beforehand, um, which I did and, and asked that, you know, that you give input after they're um after they talk about it right well they they did talk about it and then voted real quick and then opened the meeting up for people to speak about the tcla kind of put and the cart ahead of the horse there they did and it was uh um it seemed very apparent by by some of the canned responses from uh from some commissioners that uh that it looked like it was it it 
had the appearance of a predetermined outcome that meeting. Sure. Which I, I get. I've been involved with this. Um, I was on school board six years. There were so many things settled before you ever got to the meeting that you didn't. I mean, if you're not in the loop that you didn't ha know, have, have any idea about. Right. Which is not the way a representative government is supposed to work. Jimmy Laughlin, give him credit. Our auditor, I asked him several questions last night, um, which were very interesting. Uh, Jimmy is, I think... And not that Mr. Caps didn't do a good job. Jimmy is absolutely doing a fantastic job representing our county and controlling and, and keeping track of our money. Um, I was a little shocked. Most uh, most your elected officials won't step up, but he signed up for public comment <laughs> at the at the at the meeting. And uh, and what he said really resonated with me. What a lot of other counties operate with a first read and a second read to where you can have public input and oh my gosh would that not stop some of the uh, you know of the craziness that goes on and the appearance it, it's not if there is we don't know if there's impropriety that's fine but it's just the appearance of impropriety right and man would that stop the appearance of it is being able to have that input. So the idea would be to have a first reading, first reading then have discussion, then have public comment, then, then the second reading Then the second vote. reading yeah. and vote. That way it allows your public to actually have a say and, and, and voice their opinion to your, you know, because they are our representatives. They're not dictators, they, represent, they are supposed to represent us as a community. And man, would that not change the dynamics? Mm -hmm. That would be huge. Well, it, it makes sense, and, and I wonder, though, you know, now it, it, they seem to be coming around to a different way of thinking because they are going to apparently start videotaping the meetings. That would be fantastic. And they, uh, then they, you know, and we had been talking about that for quite some time, um, about them opening up the meetings to public comment, and, you know, we have Dave Moppin in here, and that's one of the things we always talk about. Uh Prior to what they're doing now, it was you had to contact all three commissioners through an email to get on the agenda to address any topic that needed to be addressed. And uh, now it seems as though, uh, you know, they want to they, they, they get things going in the right direction. And, and, and I wonder why now. I, I mean, I wonder what's taken them so long to get into, because this has been talked about with numerous groups of commissioners in the past about having public comment, and I think they used to have it. They did. And uh, why that changed, I don't know. Maybe they want the meetings to go a little uh, quicker, uh, maybe run a little smoother, but it seems to me like if you don't give the people an opportunity to speak, you're doing a great disservice to these people who put you in office in the first place. And you allow, if you don't allow them to speak, it seems to build up and come to a boil. And that's kind of, I think, where we got. Yeah, I think more, just as importantly is if some people speak who aren't on the commission, they'll have a perspective that the commission didn't think of. So it actually can produce a better result. Sure. That's Most a great, of the time yeah. you do find that out there. You know, you can, just like Jimmy at the end of the, uh, at that meeting. Wow. This is a way we could do it. Anything else that uh, kind of stood out last night, John? Um, we talked about... Uh, the other, th you know, we did. I did ask about TCLA. Um, a few of our other members uh, asked uh, Roland about our election integrity. Great questions. I'm glad we had others there about our how our voting machines operate. You know, it's in the national media all the time about these audits of the election right. and uh, 
it was really good to hear C one C rolling out and about and uh, actually have him talk to us about our, our voter integrity. Um, Jimmy, like I said, he watches over our money. Fantastic. Uh, there's been a few things brought up to me about um, raises, uh, the two hundred fifty thousand dollars that the uh, that the sheriff's department got for raise, you know, that Greg brought up for raises right now, and how that was going to operate, and how Jimmy could move money around for that. Um, and then uh, I did ask one meeting about the rest of the uh, staff at the courthouse if they, you know, were going to see some sort of raise. And and he did say at the beginning of the year it looks like they're going to be able to give them a six percent raise which um which i'm sure is a, usually a little bit more than what they get serving in public office usually a two or three percent raise was about all you would see right and uh the uh, one big question that's been swirling around and i know it's been a little controversial with especially on the sheriff's department was the legislation that passed that raised the uh, sheriff's pay and it would average i think he ended up saying around one hundred seventeen thousand dollars well, it was just brought to my attention last week that um, there was a bunch of the, the auditors around the state that uh, I guess there's a, a statute out there that says you cannot get a raise midterm as an elected official. Mm -hmm. right. So um, I guess, I mean, that was that was kind of a, a I, I don't know if Tony was expecting a big raise, but that's kind of a big que uh, question swirling around right now, if that can actually yeah. take place. Because that, you know, they, they changed the statute to, to tie the sheriff's pay to, uh, you know, judges and prosecutors. And uh, now it's like, whoa, it's in limbo. Hmm. Yeah, I think the intent of that rule is he didn't want lawmakers passing a raise for themselves. During midterm, right. right. Coming in and saying, hey, we can, you know, we need a 10% raise right now. Yeah. They, they do that on the, uh, they can't do that on the local level, but they still do it on the uh, national level. A lot of those folks vote themselves a pay raise here and a pay raise there and right. better health care and better, better, benefits. better benefits and all that stuff. And they're the ones allowed to make the rules for themselves, which, uh, again, kind of keeps, uh, keeps you wondering what in the world is going on. Uh, again, yeah. another situation where it seems like they put the cart ahead of the horse because I think it should be up to the people to decide whether or not these people get raises based on their performance. But, you know, it's like a, I, we, we I can't imagine merit pay. We, we, we joke There's about no the meteorologist. We joke about the meteorologist <laughs> being wrong 50 percent of the time, but still yeah. keeping his job and, and still getting paid. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's a little difficult yeah. to, to swallow, well, I think, no. for some folks. Regarding the sheriff's increase, though, he didn't have any say in setting that pay he, amount. He no. did not. No, no. no I, the spirit of the law, it shouldn't matter. But. Right. Yeah, there's nothing Yeah, there's nothing against Tony or the whole thing. It was just interesting that, that, that you know, this law, I think it goes back to early 1900s when that, that statute was passed. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, Anyway, that you would have thought that would have gotten caught at the state level when they when they passed this pay increase to where they wouldn't have this this issue out there out you know for these sheriffs. So it was uh, who who else was in attendance? You mentioned oh uh, we had let me just go down the list. Teresa Murray, Kendra Hick, Teresa Murray's our collector. Kendra Hicks, treasurer. Um, you had Roland Todd, our, our clerk. Um, then you had Jimmy Laughlin, which is our auditor. Uh, then Donnie Snelling, he showed up. He was our recorder at that office. You don't hear much of, you know. They they do their deal. They re record deeds and, you know. It's quietly. still good for him to be there in case there were any questions. It was great for him yep. to be there. Um, then you had uh, Commissioner Gohagen. Um, 
Commissioner yeah. Williams and Mr. Williams and, 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 and Mr. Hastie all showed up. There was one more. Who am I missing? Um, County clerk. Well, that Roland was there. Yeah. So I think I'm missing one. I apologize. <laughs> uh, it's early, guys. I've only had four cups of coffee. Is that it? Uh, but that you know. But it was. Uh, it was nice. There was questions asked about the uh, commission being able to work together and put you know put the past behind them. That you know. Um, Mr. Gohagen did a great job. He, you know, he said he was uh, he was brought in and voted in as a reformer, and it wasn't status quo. That's not why he was voted. He was voted for transparency. Um, anyway, uh, it, there was some promising uh, conversation that was going on. I uh, I hold out hope. Um, why now? It's everybody's guess why now that they're actually talking about change and how things operate. Um, There's mid- an election coming up. <laughs> yeah, you can bring that up. Midterms is coming up. Everybody's starting to, to, uh, to uh, you know, those that need to run are starting to run right now. It's getting started early. Well, I think Mr. Hasty needs to realize and understand that there are a couple of other gentlemen that are going to be running against him. Um, Chris Franken and uh, possibly Ike Skelton. Yeah, I mean... It's uh, the primary is going to get interesting. Yeah, it it really is. Um, I have my uh, personal thoughts on, on that. I'll, I'll keep them to myself today. Right. right. But uh, um, I think we need better choices. You know, and, and that that's interesting that you bring that up because that could be said about politics on any level. On any level. Because if you don't have the money, it seems like you don't get the opportunities. And, you know, there's a lot of really good people out there that run for office that we more or less don't ever get an opportunity to hear from or hear about. And you talk about better choices. You know, you got to have pretty deep pockets, especially to run on the state or national level. Locally, I'm sure it costs a pretty penny, too. But how many people out there have we never heard about that maybe, you know, could have done a better job? They, uh, a lot of people and uh, all, all these years, um, they're, they get scared. I'll be honest with you. You are scared. Uh, they, they, the powers that be, um, that like to run local politics, which at every level it, it moves on up. There's always powers that be that run the politics, make local business owners. And I'm one of them. Um, I have actually thrived since I, I became vocal, but what they will make you think is if you're vocal, it's going to hurt your business. Yeah. Okay, so you need to be quiet. Um, all I have to say, we have a lot of uh, businesses around this lake with really smart people running these businesses that could do a fantastic job um, at that level if they just weren't afraid to step out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's th- the key. You're that's absolutely the key. right. You have yeah. to step out. Uh, we deserve the best. We have the best here, and we deserve the best to represent us. John Beckett with the Republican Central Committee. We appreciate your time, sir, and let us know when these events are happening, and uh, we'll uh, try to get the word out, and definitely uh, we'll do uh, what we can to uh, make sure and hold our elected officials uh, and their feet to the fire. And uh, it sounded like that was uh, something that you got accomplished last night. We tried our best. 
Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks good, for having me. Absolutely. Good to see you. We are going to jump into our local news break at the bottom of the hour. Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com, your trusted news source at the lake. Chris Schneider with sports, a check of the weather forecast. And then Bill Mundhausen will actually get to participate in the program because he's been busy on the technical end of things here this morning. So we'll, uh, we'll turn him loose on you as well. Coming up on 89.3 The Key. Stacey Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, October 21st. Take a deeper dive at lakeexpo.com. A proposal to build a new hiking and biking trail is picking up steam in the lake area. The Community Foundation of the Lake says the Magic Dragon Trails project is gaining supporters and they'll be hiring a professional trail building company in the coming weeks. CFL's plan would bring a world-class trail system to the lake area for hiking and biking. The CFL is set to begin the development process for the project as well as announcing a partnership with Tri-County YMCA to build a bike skills park on the property. For more information, go to the CFL's website or the Magic Dragon Trail's Facebook page. Are you constantly asking your kids, did you shut the lights off? It's Energy Awareness Month and Amherst, Missouri wants families to make energy conservation a routine this October. Amron offers five tips to help make energy awareness fun, like making a game out of shutting off lights and shutting off unnecessary electronics. Amron has also created an interactive Halloween scavenger hunt to celebrate the season and help teach kids and adults about energy efficiency. Check it out at Amron.com. It's a great weekend for fun fall events here at the lake. Mecca Farms is back and better than ever. This lake area pumpkin patch boasts a 150-foot slide, corn crib, obstacle course, and more pumpkins than you can shake a stick at. Come out Saturday and Sunday for all of October and enjoy the fall fun. Lake Breeze Terrace is hosting a ghouls gathering for kids and adults alike with an area for kids with games and fun and a haunted maze for those 14 and up brave enough to try it. And if you're looking for some non-spooky fun all day today, you can check out Lake Medical Spa's Fall Fiesta. They're having giveaways, food trucks, and live demonstrations from 10 to 6 at their location in Osage Beach. Get more Lake of the Ozarks news at lakeexpo.com. Download our free app from the App Store and Google Play. Lakeexpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Key Radio is financially supported in part by generous giving from Firefly Valley Farms, coffee roasters and beverage solutions. Firefly Valley Farms believes coffee is a big deal. It's their passion. They owned a coffee shop for 11 years and have been roasting coffee since 2006. When you order coffee, they freshly roast it and ship it directly to your home or office and you enjoy. Nothing compares to coffee this fresh. Firefly Valley Farms also takes pride in supporting growers that utilize ethical and sustainable processing practices. In addition to coffee, they have a family-owned and operated fruit orchard nestled at the bottom of Hudson Hollow on the banks of the Little Niangua River in Roach, Missouri. Firefly Valley Farms protects our land, rivers, our bees, and our bodies by using only organic pest management. Learn more online at fireflyvalleyfarms.com. Front Porch Village, Too Fast, Run to the Porch, 5K and One Mile Walk Run will be held on October 30th at Lynn Creek Memorial Park. Check-in will be at 8 a.m. and the race run will start at 9 a.m. 
All proceeds for this event go to Front Porch Village. Front Porch Village is a nonprofit tiny house community that will provide affordable, sustainable, and transitional housing for single parent families in Camdenton. To register or to find out more information, please go to www.tickettaylor.com slash events slash tree 197 ministries. Hope to see you there. It takes a community to build a village. Join We the People of Camden County on Thursday, October 21st at the Elks Hall in Osage Beach. Their guest speaker will be St. Louis Attorney Mark McCloskey, who is running for the United States Senate. We the People of Camden County will again ask the candidate to answer their six specific questions, as well as taking questions from those in attendance. Doors open at 5, and the event begins at 6.30. Attorney Mark McCloskey, Thursday, October 21st at the Elks Hall in Osage Beach, presented by We the People of Camden County. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part through a generous donation from Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about Victoria Station. We carry nautical pictures. People come to the lake and they want to decorate in lake styles, and so we offer ocean and lake type things. We also specialize in lots of holiday themed things from fall and Thanksgiving into Christmas. We have things that you can decorate your home as well as those special things to give as gifts. We are located just off the Case Road exit in Osage Beach, and we're open seven days a week, 9.30 to 5.30. Thought-provoking radio that offers you the opportunity to become engaged in the process. 89.3, The Key. 9.36 is our time, and uh, again, hey, a big thanks to Stephanie Beeman and uh, Firefly Valley Farms for coming out as... Uh, she does on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings, providing folks with a uh, hot cup of coffee or a chai tea or some cold brew or frozen. Have you figured out what the frozen coffee is all about? I, 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 I would imagine it's a it's cold coffee with ice in it. I mean, I, I've heard of I've heard of like you know cold coffee or cold brew. But I've never heard of frozen coffee. Is it like a popsicle or no? Well, maybe I haven't. I haven't looked. We'll I, have I, to delve into I'm that with Stephanie. It's like an icy that's coffee flavored. The next time she's here, we'll uh, we'll find out more about this uh, this whole situation regarding frozen coffee uh, smoothies. They've got it all for you. Plus, uh, she brings in beans. If you uh, like a particular brand of coffee that she has, she will be more than happy to grind the beans for you here and uh, set you all up. She did that. My wife loves the uh, uh, espresso that you can get, uh, or espresso, I'm sorry, espresso that you can get from uh, Firefly Valley Farms, and it is just delicious. I'll tell you what's really nice. I'm not a big coffee drinker. I've started kind of drinking a little bit more coffee since we've had Stephanie and Firefly Valley Farms around, but the aroma that you have in your house when somebody makes a fresh pot of coffee. Mm, yeah, right. Thank you, Stephanie. And uh, it, it, it changes, though, if you leave the coffee maker on all day. Yeah, my, my dad used to smoke cigars, and oh. some of them so- smelled wonderful. Very good. Very different when you tried smoking it, but uh, especially when you're a kid. Like pipe tobacco. You get a good, <laughs> yeah. you get a good, uh, a good aroma from a, a pipe tobacco, and then you, you're like, hmm, let me try this. And you're like, hmm. Mm-hmm. You get that tar going down your throat and there everything. You go. Yeah. 
573, he makes the experience sound so exciting. <laughs> 573-633-5395 is the number. 573-633-KEYK. Give us a call this morning. Give us a call. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we should. Maybe we should get coffee cups made up with our logo on them, and we can give them away to people. Something like that. Ooh, Just uh, yeah. you know, a nice little That's marketing tool draw. there. I've been uh, the folks from Lake Expo were so gracious to talk with you, Bill, about putting a banner ad on LakeExpo.com. I haven't seen it yet, and and I don't know if maybe they'll have to get you know when they get around to it, they'll have to send you a proof, and you have to okay it and. Give it your thumbs up, and then they'll put it on there. Uh, but thank you so much to Lake Expo for helping us promote uh, Key Radio. Uh, in the uh, coming days, you'll see uh, the 89.3 keyradio.live uh, banner on ways that you can get a hold of us here. And also, um, a big thanks. Uh, we had a, a staff meeting yesterday over at Lake TV, and so I'm going to write some copy, and then uh, they're going to come out and uh, film some of the people that we have on, you and in, in, in myself and, and some of the other folks that uh, we have on. And uh, we're going to make a TV commercial that's going to run six, seven times a day. Oh, isn't that, on Lake that's, TV. Really, that's really super. Yeah, that's yeah. really super. Mm-hmm. Because Lake TV, even though they're not on Spectrum, Charter, whatever anymore, uh, they still have Facebook. They still have uh, Roku. Uh, they still are on uh, Como Connect. And so a lot of various outlets there for people to check out. So, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where we use some of their uh, people for various programs. Of course, Chris Schneider that we have on that uh, provides us with sports. He does a great job, by the way. Thank you, Chris. And Bob Spicer, who uh, does an exceptional job with the Weekend at the Lake, letting us know, and we'll play that feature kind of to wrap up the Friday edition of The Daily Show, letting folks know what's going on around the lake. So uh, right. mm-hmm. if you don't have any plans, uh, maybe you do after you hear what uh, Bob Spicer has to talk about. Yeah. And maybe we need to figure out a way to have a TV playing Lake TV around here somewhere because we have people coming in all the time, and they'd like to know what's going on. We put one up in the corner someplace. And uh-huh. And uh, if you've got Roku on the TV or you've got, uh, the what do they call it, the Roku stick? The Roku stick? Yeah. I'm not familiar. This is all new technology. <laughs> when I started watching TV, man, I had a little tiny black and white set in my uh-huh. room. And uh, whatever the antennas picked up, that's what I watched. Right. So why are we talking to a radio guy about television, right? <laughs> what do we know? <laughs> Yeah. But we'd like to have that. Uh, we have a nice TV out in the sunroom, and that's a great place for people to to sit out in a sunny, warm area. That's a very nice. Uh, that's a yeah. very nice portion of the key gathering place. Yeah. If you want to stop and sit down and maybe reflect a little bit or watch, uh, I don't know, watch whatever's going on outside. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. You've got this really nice mural on the side of the building uh-huh. of the dinosaurs. Right. Who painted that mural? That was a a man. Um, I'm, I I can't think of his name. It's it's inscribed down there. Right. But his wife used to be the uh, city administrator in Osage Beach. He was retired from Chrysler Corporation, and he always wanted to paint a mural. So he came and pitched the idea to me. Uh-huh. And um, I think it was Lowe's helped us with some of the scaffolding we needed. And uh, he just created this fantastic mural. It is beautiful. It's, it's like a an outdoor scene with dinosaurs and and. Um, Actually, all the different kinds of animals that lived. I think we're going to get the, the update right here, right now. <coughs> okay. 
Uh, Michael Vaselli. Vaselli, yes. Thank Correct. you very much. Thank you, thank you. She's in there listening, and anytime we have yeah. a, anytime we find a gap, she comes out and uh, gives us the uh, uh, the skinny, as they the say. The earthquake was 1994, by the way, yeah. not 1993. <laughs> and Michael Vaselli is the person who painted the mural. Yeah, absolutely, that's yeah. awesome. It was an awesome thing to watch because he, what he did is he drew quadrants on the wall, uh-huh. and and then he created a two foot by three foot picture uh-huh. and then he took that picture and divided it into quadrants and then painted each quadrant separately so it's not like you just stand there and on your big scaffold draw a giant dinosaur you do every little section kind of like a jigsaw puzzle almost sounds smart S- sounds like an easy way to get it done quick mm-hmm. so you don't have to mess with it Nine forty-three is our time um what was one of the stories that i saw here this morning oh yes we talked about we haven't even touched on it yet today. Uh-oh. The big event that is going on tonight at the Elks Hall in Osage Beach. Mark of McCluskey course. is mm-hmm. coming to town. Now, you heard Mark on this program on Monday and what he had to say, but it's uh, kind of interesting how the U.S. Uh, Senate race is heating up here in the state of Missouri. Absolutely. And, yeah. and uh, it seems like all of the Republican candidates are looking for the blessing of one Donald J. Trump. Yeah, right. And uh, maybe they'll get it, maybe they won't. Now, Mark McCluskey has said that he has worked for the Trump campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Schmidt said he was in the office with Donald Trump kind of having a one-on-one when he was here. And, and when Eric Greitens ran for governor, he kind of made the point that he was a, an outsider kind of like Donald Trump. Right. So they're all kind of claiming that outsider card in some sense. Well, an outsider who became an insider who then became an outsider. That's uh-huh. Eric Greitens. <laughs> Okay. Had he, yeah. you know, had he uh, behaved himself? And see, that's, uh, well, when we talk about people that are qualified um, to, to do the job, maybe, we, we, we talk with them and we hear their thoughts and ideas and we think to ourselves, you know, that person would be great for whatever position. Mm-hmm. And then those people are like, yeah, well, maybe I'll uh, make a serious run uh, or, or, or take an opportunity to get, you know, throw my hat in the ring, whatever. And you then get into that whole situation where you have to think back about everything you've done in your life. Mm. Everything you've done in your life. Yep. Uh, you know, that time maybe I was a young kid and um, you know I had uh, an issue with uh, alcohol or drugs or whatever. Is that going to come back to haunt me? See, and It's easy when you're older because yeah. they didn't have any technology back then to record any of this stuff. Well, somehow yeah. there's a picture or something Somewhere. It's going to be hard to find. Yeah, well, let's hope so. <laughs> I just made a, a video for my wife for our anniversary, and finding pictures was tough. Really? Because we didn't just, people didn't take pictures of themselves so willy-nilly as they do now. Well, it's easy when you've got, yeah. you got the camera on the phone, and you've got the kind of quality that you have available yeah, to the you Yeah, the closest we came to that is the uh, old Kodak instant picture kind of thing, which ended up being kind of a grainy photo after a few years. Or a Polaroid. Yeah, a Polaroid, yeah. That uh, developed itself right there. That was amazing. It was amazing. It was, uh, you, you could take watch it happen. Yeah, you can yeah. take the picture and then watch the uh, picture develop right in front of your eyes. So anyhow, we didn't have as many pictures, and uh, they weren't high definition. So it's kind of, thankfully, a lot of things that happened in our past just hasn't been recorded. So, uh, But uh, nowadays, it's different. Right. You focus a lot, and we focused a lot on the Republicans that are running for U.S. Senate, but there are some Democrats, and what are they doing? How are they trying to get their names in front of people? And 
uh, get people to potentially vote for them down the road. Uh, they're looking at the way the state has voted recently on issues and seeing more purple than one might think, which is, yeah. you know, red state, blue state, you mix the two, it's purple, right? So, um, of course, we know that Missouri went to Donald Trump when he was running for uh, uh, re-election, and uh, things didn't work out for him. But um, I read one poll today that says that Eric Greitens is way in the lead. And then I read another story from one of the Democrats or from a Democratic source that said they really hope he wins it because they think they can uh, go after him because of his past governorship the and all the controversy there. The sex scandal that he there. was involved with. Because they think that's the only way they can beat a Republican in misery. And uh, going after him based on the uh, sex scandal that he was involved in and also allegations of campaign finance violations. Uh, and and I, this article that I'm looking at here is uh, backs up uh, what Bill said 100%. If Democrats had a wish in this primary, they would probably wish for Eric Reitens to be the GOP nominee. Democrats being such underdogs in Missouri, a lot of people think they would need a Greitens candidate, a flawed candidate, in order to have a chance. So I wonder if Republicans aren't looking at, uh, looking at that and saying, man, we want this seat in the U.S. Senate, and we want it bad. Mm-hmm. We want to keep two Republicans from Missouri in the U.S. Senate, you've got Josh Hawley. Roy Blunt is not running for a third term, thank goodness. But uh, you've got Josh Hawley, and, and, and you want another Republican in there. But, yeah. you know, who do you really have to choose from as far as the Republicans are concerned? Uh, Eric Schmidt, Mark McCloskey, Vicki Hartzler. Uh, you're looking at Eric Greitens. Um, man, there's, there's a, a number. And, and then certainly um, Jason uh, Smith, Smith right? that has not officially announced... Right. That he is running, but people are looking at him, hoping that maybe he'll he'll come in, and and th- and that's essentially what all of this comes down to. It's it, it turns into mudslinging, you know. It's not what I can do for you as much as here's what the other guy or gal has done wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it could happen. Yeah. Generally speaking, our um, primaries have been pretty tame and pretty principled. I guess you could say that there isn't a lot of that. Well, I think now. Especially with Eric Greitens in there, the gloves are going to come off. And I think first you're going to see the candidates that are in his party running against him uh, maybe try to pull some of this. And then definitely if he were to get the nod, uh, the Democrats would do everything they could to just grind him into the ground. Well, strategizing is a difficult thing because Eric Greitens has been um, accused of being a Democrat in the past, kind of like Donald Trump. So he's there's probably a certain number of Democrats who probably would think he's a good candidate because he's more like them. Well, we'll have to wait and see how it all plays out. But uh, tonight, doors open at uh, about 5. The event starts at 6.30 at the Elks Hall in Osage Beach. Mark McCloskey in the house. Bill's going to be there. I hope to be there. Uh, And right now we're uh, hoping for a good turnout uh, from you as well because I think... The McCloskey interview, the McCloskey, if you want to kind of call it town hall, is going to be a lot different than the Eric Schmidt town hall. I think McCloskey is more open to any type of questions that will be put before him. There are the six questions that the uh, the group, We the People of Camden County, have specifically put before him, and he has answered them in writing. And then I guess maybe tonight... Uh, I guess Matt Burns will be kind of the moderator, the host again tonight, emceeing the event. 
I'm sure he will ask him some of those questions. And then he will have the opportunity to take questions from those people who are in attendance. And I think maybe he won't do it the way Eric Schmidt did it. He will stand up there behind the podium or next to the podium with mic in hand. At least that's what we hope he does. Yeah, I I expect that too. Uh, In all fairness to Eric Schmidt, some of the questions were kind of more... um, individual questions people who had a specific uh, <coughs> kind of a personal thing to talk with them about and there's probably going to be some of that still tonight with mark mccloskey i think you know uh yeah there's yeah, there's a lot of people that have their own issues that they would like to have addressed yeah. and i'm sure we'll uh, we'll definitely get that opportunity to hear from him tonight so uh, again uh, thank you to uh, the powers that be for getting Mark McCluskey, and I believe um, uh, Mark's actually going to be coming back again in November with the Camden County Republican Club, their Patriot Dinner. They're going to have Vicki Hartzler as well as um, uh, Mark McCluskey in the house. Uh, Tomorrow we'll be talking, as a matter of fact, to Les Larson, who heads up the uh, Camden County Republican Club, and we'll find out a little bit more about what's uh, on his mind. Certainly wanted to take a moment here. Bob Lynch sent me this... uh, public service announcement, if you will, about the Lake of the Ozarks Train Club Show at the Community Christian Church, North Business 5 in Camdenton. It's going to be uh, this Saturday from 9 until 3. Free admission, working layouts, lots of vendors, fun for the uh, family, food and drink available at the show. If you would uh, like uh, more information, you can call Stan at 573-286-8921, 286-8921. Vendors are wanted. Uh, they say if uh, you don't get an answer from Stan, please leave a message again. Lake of the Ozarks Train Club Show at the Community Christian Church coming up this Saturday. Yep, I went I went to that last year. Nine until year. three. Very, very worthwhile. Yeah, you Fun know, time. there's a lot of cool groups and organizations, and Bob actually will be a guest on the program tomorrow morning as well at 840, and maybe we'll get him to uh, t- talk about <coughs> excuse me, what's happening with... Uh, roads and bridges and infrastructure, but we will also get him an opportunity to uh, uh, talk about this uh, this train show. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. 10-digit dialing bill. It begins on uh, Sunday for some uh, residents in Kansas as well as I, here in the state of Missouri. I saw that story. I thought that was a little bit of a non-story. Uh, st- everybody who calls from a cell phone uses 10-digit dialing. Um, let's see here. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't quite know. I would guess. there would there be would there no longer I be a need for one? Li- yeah, I guess people with landlines. I mean, there's still people with landlines. They could call My a mother. local number. But if you got a cell phone, you're always using ten gi- digits, and you're always uh, dialing it without knowing what the number is because you just press a button. So we're all kind of doing that. Yeah. So, and maybe now whoever decided to put this story in play. Uh, is, is just catching up with what we're doing. Yeah, right. Speaking of trains, there was a, a neat story about um, the headline is, did you know it's illegal to take a photo doing <coughs> this in Arkansas and Texas? Say that again. Did you know it's illegal to take a photo doing this in Arkansas and Texas? What is that? Well, I mean, there's a picture of the ar- in the article, and it's, a, it's kind of a, a girl, and, I, and it makes you wonder what could be illegal. But when you go into it, it's you're not allowed to take photos on railroad tracks. 
apparently some people like to uh, kind of pretend to be, you know, like perils of Pauline and strap themselves down to a railroad track and have their picture taken, and that's considered not a, not a safe thing to do. Right. Yeah, so that's the illegal thing in, in Arkansas and Texas. Well, guess what? That I've committed an illegal <laughs> act. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was a kid, uh, I lived along the Hudson River in uh, New York. Right. And uh, the, uh, trains, the trains ran up and down the Hudson River, so there were lots of trestles. And our favorite thing to do as kids was to climb up on the trestle right. and go across a half-mile bridge across the water. And hope the train didn't come. Well, yeah, kind of. It was the adventure of it all. <laughs> would a train come or wouldn't it? Because you could climb underneath the trestle if a train came. We never quite had to do that. People like to put pennies on the track and yeah, have the train run over the penny. Flat, yep. Wanted to remind folks about the, uh, the lineup following this particular program. Missouri Liberty Report coming up following the Daily Show at 10, the Jennings Journal at 11. Feed Your Family Tonight at noon, Ozark Highlands Radio at 1, Ed Choice Chats at 2, and we'll wrap up the first block of programming with uh, Bradley Berg. I think I just ran, I read off the Wednesday. I'm sorry. Uh, no. Feed Your Family Tonight, Ozark Highlands. Oh, True History Professor at 2, and uh, Bill Munhausen and Key Ozark's podcast at 3, and then we'll uh, revamp it and do it all over again. Mm-hmm. I need to uh, make a hasty retreat, so uh, if you would... Uh, Hold down the fort for about uh, two minutes, and I'll be right back. Two minutes, okay, boy. What? It'll do I seem get like to... an eternity. I understand that. It will seem like an eternity. You, you, you need to eat. You need to actually listen to Bill for two minutes, um, and that's a tough thing. So, as you probably heard, we had a little technical difficulty today, and I don't know how much you want to l- to learn about technical difficulties. What what we're doing at Key Radio is kind of unique because. Most radio stations that have an FM signal or an AM signal, kind of as an afterthought or a modern-day serious afterthought, is they also want to stream radio to the Internet so that people who aren't in their broadcast range can also listen to the station. Or people who are in a building where, you, where they're not getting good FM or AM reception. So we do the opposite thing. We start out by creating our radio programs on the Internet so we're naturally an internet radio station. And then we take the signal and we use a little computer that's over at near KRMS, near the transmitter, and we simply open a browser and play the radio station off the internet. And that signal gets given to a transmitter that goes to the tower that sends it over the FM. So all of a sudden this morning, I'm looking at the little PC over there. I can log in remotely, and it's telling us everything is playing, everything looks fine, except there's no sound coming out. And that initiated a whole bunch of calls between uh, Ken Kenzie over there and me. And uh, they had to do Windows Update, and when it came back on, everything was fine. So we don't know how long the FM signal was down. We're sorry about that. We're working on some technical solutions to make it never happen again. And KB is back. I will tell you that to say, to make a statement, a very bold statement like you just did there, uh, that it will never happen again. Being in radio for over 30 years, a lot of different things can happen. A lot of different things have happened. Yes, but being in radio for four months, what do I know? (laughs) Well, (laughs) it could never happen again. 
it would be nice. And, and I tell you what, I hope that you are absolutely 100% right, Bill, because what, uh, what's going on here is uh, technology in all of its forms and all of its uh, different, the way that they try to make things easier, sometimes, to me anyway, seems like they make it a lot more complicated. I was telling KB we're going to just put an iPhone over there instead of a PC and let it play off of the, the web app. You know, it's, that'd be more reliable than any PC from Microsoft. We've got, uh, we've got the uh, Apple, uh, not the Apple, but the, uh, um, the, the uh, app that you put together. Uh, the Android. Android, Android app. Android app, yes. And do you have the uh, Apple app almost done? Or? Well, my, my guy in Bangladesh is busy doing other things right now. I see. So he'll, he'll get to it soon. I guess. You know, sometimes, and, and, and that's, that's really the, uh, uh, the joy of the situation is when you have to sit there and wait on somebody. Yeah. Hurry up and wait. But he is earning a living, and, you know, the people in India need the income, so sure. I'm being patient. You're being very patient. 9.59 is our time. We're going to wrap this one up. Bill Munhausen, uh, join me back here tomorrow. Yes, I will be here. All right. We'll also be talking with Bob Lynch from MoDOT at about 8.40. Les Larson joins us in the 9 o'clock hour. We're going to talk about the upcoming Patriot Dinner with the Camden County Republican Club. Also, we will uh, talk a little bit about election integrity, something that was touched on briefly with John Beckett. I want to thank John as well with the Republican Central Committee, Mindy Sales, and our Thoughtful Thursday feature. And, of course, we want to take the time to thank you as well. Oh, a joy it is to have...